this is John Funderburg, and I'm recording on my iPhone because I, my batteries on my other recorder just went bad. So the voice quality hopefully will be better. I'm here with Casey, my assistant. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> She's over there getting the newsletter ready. So we are going to talk about the morning financial market. It will be a way for you to get insight into the financial markets in a fun and creative way. We're also gonna have a little bit of entertainment and things I am watching on TV just because I like to talk about it. So, right now where the financial markets are at 10.15, I'm sorry, what time is it? 11.15, we have kind of negative today, but not a lot compared to what the markets have been uh, rising up for the past uh, 90 days, 90 to 120 days. Uh, the Dow Jones is down 66 points. NASDAQ is down, basically breaking even at minus two. Uh, the Dow Jones is, is down a lot more than the NASDAQ, primarily because of what Boeing reported. Now, Boeing reported a they don't have to borrow money because they, of all the legal problems they're getting into with their, with their jet airliner, and because of that, they had to put orders that they wouldn't have normally have been fulfilling at this time. They had to put those orders back. And Boeing is a large component of the Dow Jones, a huge component. The Dow Jones is 30, 30 American uh, companies, and because Boeing is such a large component of our economy, and the stock price is over $300 compared to, say, Bank of America, which is $20, it's a very large component on the Dow Jones. So when Boeing is down, which is down uh, half a percent, 0.54 percent as of, as of this recording, it brings down the entire index. So when you see the market is down, be careful. It may not be all companies, but it may be some heavily weighted companies that could be bringing it down. That being said, the NASDAQ is only down uh, pretty much break even, honestly. And the S&P 500 is down four points, which is almost another uh, pretty much break even. Uh, stocks of note that we are looking that we are looking at um, coming across the tape as we speak. We have the 20-year Treasury bond, which is up. No surprise there. When uh, the 20-year Treasury bond is TLT. We're going to be talking a lot about TLT because you have two primary markets. You have your equities markets, which is stocks, companies like Apple, Tesla, and so forth. Then you have the bond market, which is uh, debt that's financed through the government. And you can purchase that through an ETF, which is an electronic fund. And the ETF specializes in different categories. And one specialization is a 20-year treasury note. And that mark is TLT. So when you want to follow what bonds are doing equity-wise, you can follow TLT. And that will give you a good indicator if bonds are positive for that day. Now, when bonds are positive, that means interest rates are going down because more people are buying the bonds, but the interest rates, the interest rates down. When interest rates rise, less pressure is being put on by less people buying bonds, and that causes interest rates to rise. So when interest rates, interest rates go down, that means that people are putting money into bonds 
for the purposes of safety, whereas they want to still get a some kind of a return on their money, whether it be one and a half to two percent versus it just sitting there, at least to keep track with inflation. When there's a risk on atmosphere, bonds typically go, interest rates typically go higher. Less people buy bonds, more people put money into equities. Today, it seems to be a risk off, but not a whole ton, especially compared to what we were, uh, especially compared to what the market has has been doing. And And the NASDAQ just went positive. Apple is trading at 318. Now, for a kind of a, um, a perspective, Apple was trading just recently at 190 back in October. And um, for those of you who follow me or follow my newsletter or know me in person, I have been declaring a lot about Apple, especially when it was 190. So from October until now, it has risen from 190 to 318, which is phenomenal. I have to be honest with you, I didn't see that per se. I didn't see 318. I saw more of a um, 260, 270. I was happy with that. Honestly, I was happy with 240. So Apple being at 318 is just way beyond anything I could think of. Um, so for the year, year to date, Apple is up maybe 6%, which is also phenomenal. But that also means that we're looking for a period of consolidation. Consolidation is a time where it's not going to go up. It's not going to go down. You just have you have as many buyers as many sellers. A lot of people take profits, and a lot of people take time to get in the position. So it kind of like floats on the same even plane. And I don't expect it to kind of go up another 10 or 15 percent this year per se. But I've, it will eventually in the next 24 months. But because it has such a monstrous move. I look for a period of consolidation. Also, it's also a safe haven. So if the markets were to go down, people will take that opportunity to buy into Apple, which, which they kind of missed this move before. So if you're considering Apple as an investment, just understand that your timing may not pay dividends for the next six months, but you'll be able to uh, reap the benefits over the next 12 to 24 months. Now, we're going to talk about Netflix and why Netflix is important. The American consumer is driving the world's financial markets. And I'll get more into that later. That's just a truism. And, 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 and to get insight on the American consumer, you have to get insight into what the American consumer is buying or not buying. Netflix is a company that people insight into the financial health of our economy. Netflix has approximately 160 million users. Uh, for perspective, companies like Disney hope to get 60 million. HBO has about 60 million. Those are the second to the largest streaming companies. Um, most of there are over 225 streaming companies. Netflix is the only one right now that is global. Uh, 
global middle class as you do today in India, in China, in places um, that were formerly uh, considered third world. So you have a global consumer that is spending more money and Netflix can, can give you an insight on how many people they're signing up, how many people they are retaining, and more importantly, how many people are canceling their contracts. If you have more people signing up, less people canceling, and you have your insight into people have money to spend, they have free money to spend. So Netflix reports tonight at 4 p.m. And so I will be watching and we will have a podcast reviewing what their earnings report were. Uh, the companies that you should watch during earnings season is Caterpillar, which is a global company for global machinery. Netflix, of course. Um, I would say Boeing, but not, not at this time. Uh, Apple, of course, because they are also a global company. Microsoft, Salesforce, and um, this, uh, just to name a few. So every day we're going to highlight a different company. Hopefully you've enjoyed our first, my first podcast just on financial. But once again, I'm going to have uh, entertainment and all those other things also. But right now I'm just trying to get the financial out the way because there's a lot of uh, news happening today. And especially during earnings season, it's always good to understand what companies are reporting, what are they saying about an American consumer so that you're able to invest accordingly. Have a fantastic day and I'll talk with you tomorrow.